Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now then, these scriptures do not have the expression in Christ, in Him, or in whom in them. But notice that they do infer something. Notice 1 Peter 2.24 said, By whose stripes? That is, by His stripes. And so, this tells us something that's ours because we're in Him. Then Matthew 8.17 said, Himself took, Jesus took our infirmities. Now, on the basis of these scriptures, we can make this confession. And we're told to hold fast to our confession in Hebrews 4.14. Here's the confession that we should constantly make. By His stripes I was healed. God's Word tells me I was healed by His stripes. If I was healed then, I am healed. Healing belongs to me because I am in Christ. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen wraps up his teaching on In Him. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. Galatians 3.13 tells us that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? Go back to the first five books of the Bible and see, especially the last half of the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. In Christ, we are redeemed from the curse of the law which is threefold, poverty, sickness, and the second death. And the blessings of Abraham are ours. Now you can see Galatians 3.14 in the first half of the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. Satan's dominion over us as new creatures in Christ is ended. Jesus dominates us and is our Lord. Then in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, Who his own self by our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now then, these scriptures do not have the expression in Christ, in Him, or in whom in them, but notice that they do infer something. Notice 1 Peter 2.24 said, By whose stripes? That is, by his stripes. And so this tells us something that's ours because we're in him. Then Matthew 8.17 said, Himself took, Jesus took our infirmities. Now, on the basis of these scriptures, we can make this confession. And we're told to hold fast to our confession in Hebrews 4.14. Here's the confession that we should constantly make. By his stripes I was healed. God's word tells me I was healed by his stripes. If I was healed then, I am healed. Healing belongs to me because I am in Christ. You see, Peter, looking back to the sacrifice at Calvary, said, by whose stripes you were healed, not going to be, but were. God remembers when he laid on Jesus, not only the iniquities and the sins of us all, but also our sicknesses and diseases. Jesus remembers that he bore them for us. Therefore, the Holy Spirit inspired Peter to write, By whose stripes you were healed. 
This belongs to us because we are in Christ. He provided it for us. Confess that Christ is your redemption. Confess that you are redeemed. Confess that Satan has no more dominion over you and hold fast to that confession. You have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness. Refuse to allow Satan's dominion over you. Don't accept sickness because it is of Satan also. Reject it. Then, here's our marvelous verse of Scripture. Romans 8, 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Now notice the expression there, in Christ Jesus. That's so good, let me read it again. Romans 8, 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now here's the confession that every believer should be making constantly, daily. The law of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Dr. John G. Lake was a missionary to Africa many years before the modern full gospel movement. The deadly bubonic plague broke out in this area. Hundreds died. He cared for the sick and buried the dead. Finally, the British sent a ship with supplies and a corps of doctors. The doctors sent for Lake to come aboard and asked him, What have you been using to protect yourself? Sirs, Lake replied, I believe the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. And as long as I walk in the light of that law of life, no germ will attach itself to me. Don't you think you'd better use our preventative, the doctor urged? No, Lake said. But doctor, I think you would like to experiment with me. If you will go over to one of these dead people and take the foam that comes out of their lungs after death, then put it under the microscope, you will see masses of living germs. You will find they are alive until a reasonable time after the man is dead. You can fill my hand with them, and I will keep it under the microscope, and instead of those germs remaining alive, they will die instantly. Now the doctors agreed to this experiment. And so they made the experiment, and it was true. When they expressed wonder at what had caused it, Lake told them, That is the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Then here is another marvelous scripture. James 4, 7. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now you is the understood subject of this sentence. You resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will run from you as if in terror. God has already done all he's going to do about it. He sent Jesus, and Jesus arose victorious over the devil. Jesus defeated him for you, and now it's your turn to do something about it, and you can because you are in him. Oh, the devil's not so afraid of you as an individual, but when you find out what your rights and privileges are in Christ, when you find out the name of Jesus belongs to you, when he knows you have learned what that name will do, then he will run from you as in terror. The word flee there, resist the devil and he will flee, F-L-W, flee from you, means to run from as in terror. And then here's a marvelous text, 
that uh, every Christian should hold fast to and confess daily. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. And we can make this confession, because I am in Christ, the greater one lives in me. He is greater than the devil, greater than disease, greater than circumstances, and he lives in me. Not only are we born of God and partakers of his love, but we have dwelling within us the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. You may be facing some problem which seems impossible. Instead of talking about how impossible it is, look to him who is inside you and say, God is in me now. Your confession of faith will cause him to work in your behalf. He will rise up in you and give you success. The master of creation is in you. Now, here's a text in Romans 8.37 that's a great favorite of mine. It does not have the expression, in him, in whom, or in Christ, but it does have the expression, through him. Now, Romans 8.37 reads, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now, our confession should be, I am a conqueror. If God's word has just told us that we were conquerors, it would have been enough. But it tells us that we're more than conquerors through him. Rather than saying, I'm defeated, rise up and say what the Bible says about you. Say, I am a conqueror. It may not seem to you that you are a conqueror, but your confession of it because of what you see in God's word will create the reality of it in your life. You see, God's Word will become real to you as you confess it. Sooner or later, you will become what you confess. You will not be afraid of any circumstances. You will not be afraid of any disease. You will not be afraid of any conditions. You will face life fearlessly, a conqueror. Now, here's another marvelous verse, Philippians 4.13. It's very similar to Romans 8. 37, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now then, here is the confession that we should make. Through Christ my Lord, I can do all things. He strengthens me. I cannot be conquered. I cannot be defeated. I can do all things through him. Flesh and natural human reasoning would limit us to our own ability. We look to the circumstances, the problems, the tests and storms and say that we can't. The language of doubt, the flesh and the senses is, I can't. I haven't the ability, the opportunity or the strength. I'm limited. But the language of faith says I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. The strength of God is ours. We do not trust in our own strength. The Bible says nothing about our being strong in ourselves. It says that God is our strength. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Uh, one of the books, Faith Food Devotion, you know, we use this with our children. Yeah. And, and, and we got one that's a big book that's got the whole year in it, but mm -hmm. we've got four of the small books yes. like this. And this one uh, for the winter, and it starts off with December 1. 
Okay. It starts out, it's, okay. the, and then it goes to January, see, for February. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, for the winter. For the, the winter. winter months. That's so right. it's all in there. It, all goes, it goes through <clears throat> February, and then the March, uh, the, the next spring one, one, the spring starts. one starts with March. That's right. And that's the way they've broken up. But this is, this is a great devotional. Let me go here and see. January the 1. Here we go. January 1, resolve to grow. That's what it says. Resolve right. to grow. Resolve to grow. The, the, it, it, you know, it says. Uh, then it has a little teaching. Yeah, it has a little teaching. And then a confession. And then it has a confession at and the end. Just one little page here. Yes. We used to do this with our kids before they went every That's morning right. before they went to school. And then after we did this confession, we would say, okay, Craig, what kind of confession do you need, want to make for your life? Yeah. And we'd say the same thing uh, to Denise, and we'd make our confessions. And so it's yeah. just a good time to have a devotion with your children. Okay. Hurriedly going along, my success S CD. CD, yes. That's a great one. That's right. On success. <clears throat> and it's got a background music that's upbeat, and it has four songs on it. Okay. And then your CD, A Place Called There, it's yep. a wonderful, yeah, it's a great wonderful CD. CD. And your dad's book, Following God's Plan for Your Life. Yes. Hey, all of that is actually 18.95. It actually should be $36.90, and you're getting it 50% off. Seventeen ninety five. That's right. right. Hallelujah. Well, honey, you can go order it at Rama.org. That's right. You can order at Rama.org. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at Rama.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Join us next week. Kenneth E. Hagen will start a new teaching entitled, The Most Important Message You Will Ever Hear. This will change your life. That's next week on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.